You're listening to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Haley Schaff, and my goal is to empower you to become the alpha of your health. Welcome back. Today I'm going to be sharing about my experience with various holistic healing modalities. I'm going to be talking about what they might be good for, what conditions, what symptoms they might be helpful for, what my personal experience was, what the benefits I personally got. And then I can also attest to people that I work with in terms of benefits that they might have also received because I am the type of practitioner that I like to have experience with something if I'm going to recommend it. I like to do as I say, not say as I do. And for a lot of the things in the health space, it's nice because I I can get that experience. It's not like drugs and surgery where, you know, you only want to obviously do that if it's warranted. So it is nice that I kind of have personal experience with a lot. And the therapies that I'm going to talk about, I'll just kind of list out some of the ones I'm going to talk about. So I'm going to talk about acupuncture. I'm going to talk about Reiki. I'm going to talk about sound healing. I'm going to talk about colonic hydrotherapy or colonics. And I'm also going to talk a little bit about chiropractic, share just a little bit about my story about why I got into it back in the day. And then my personal experience with it because I'm a little biased, but it's a great, 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 great therapy. It's obviously a huge part about what I do, but I also want to include those other therapies because they were huge pillars in my health journey. And I think that sometimes people may have heard of them, but maybe they don't know a lot about them. So first I want to start with acupuncture. I have an acupuncture appointment next week. So it's very front of mind. Acupuncture is an amazing therapy. And in terms of who it might be good for or what conditions it might be good for, it is pretty much good for everything. I remember when I first went to acupuncture when I was in chiropractic school, because we also had a acupuncture program there as well. I remember I was going and I was post birth control at that point. I was really trying to balance my hormones. My skin was freaking out. And I just, I said, I'm like, is it crazy for me to tell them? Like, I want them to help me balance my hormones. And I remember that one of the students, she was a little bit older. She was also Cairo as well. She's like, nothing you tell them in terms of symptoms will be crazy because we see it all. And it really is true because they're not treating symptoms. They're treating very root cause, but their root cause is even very much so different than what we think in more of a functional Western space, Eastern medicine, Chinese medicine is just very different in terms of their thought process, but it's still very much so the same and very helpful. So it was, it was a huge pillar along my journey. I really used it a lot for skin healing. I remember we did a lot of liver points, a lot of spleen points, a lot of blood building. We did just a lot of I don't even really, I don't even really know. Just a lot of like de-stress points and I just know how I felt walking out of there and I think that was definitely a monumental part to my journey. I went probably when I was about six months off birth control, six months plus I'd say. Yes, about six months off birth control. And so I definitely would have loved to go in the beginning and really just really get as much as I possibly could out of it because I only had kind of towards the end of my schooling where I was going very frequently. I was seeing really great clinicians, student clinicians. And I also got into like the herbs, some of the herbs as well. We had an herbalist on staff and 
the students could either do acupuncture alone or acupuncture with herbs. And the Chinese herbs are just, again, so much different than are even more more holistic and functional on the Western side here. So that was a really cool part of my journey. But then I also know that people go to acupuncture for so many different things. My mother-in-law went for thyroid. She thought she'd have to be on thyroid medication for her whole life and her thyroid is completely fine. She also goes for her hip and they do like a lot of shoulder work, which is interesting just how they see the body be connected. Uh, A lot of people go for fertility and hormones. The acupuncturist that I see here in Rochester, she definitely, I feel like, I mean, she specializes in so many things, but she is really great at the hormone aspect. She's, she's had a lot of success with fertility. So, but then you have more of the other side. I've been in her office and she's had runners come in. She's had athletes come in. She's had men who are trying to get off of nicotine or substance abuse. I mean, she's like, they, it's not crazy to think that that can be a therapy that can help you. So I love acupuncture. I think it's amazing. It's something that recently I've gotten away from going as much as I'd like with the clinician that I go to her schedule is a little crazy and she's got a lot going on, but also with my schedule, but I know how well good I feel. It's just, I mean, if nothing else, you're laying in the table and you're just doing nothing for an hour to an hour and a half. Sometimes she has me there for an hour and a half, which is fine. I love it. But it's, it's almost a meditative state. I've, I've dreamt before. I've felt like I've flo- been floating on a cloud before. I mean, you really just have this time to just sit and not think about anything. And for the people who are like, I can't do needles, they freak me out. I promise you, you do not really feel them. I will say when I was very inflamed or when I was really sensitive to these points because they needed a lot of love, I, I could feel them, but then they went away. I remember when I was first going, being completely transparent, I was just, I needed so much help and support. So all the liver points, I would just start sweating because I knew that it just feels like an intense pain. It's not sharp. It's not stabbing by any means. It's just, it's a really weird sensation. If you, if you kind of find this spot between your thumb and your pointer finger, it kind of, if you go in the middle of your thumb there, there's a really intense acupuncture point or acupressure point. I can feel it just pressing it on myself and it just feels deep. It just feels, it just, it's a sensation. Um, and that's the most intense point in the body. So if you can find that on yourself and press on it, it's a great way to help constipation. It's a great way to support stress, bring your nervous system down. I mean, it's, I remember when they, they, pinned that for me on the first, the first time I actually was a little bruised there because of how sensitive I needed it. So acupuncture is working so much with energy and meridians. So if you need it, you might feel it a little bit more, but it's kind of like that knot in your back that you let your massage therapist work through because it hurts so good, right? You, it hurts, but you know that you need it. That's how I feel about certain types of needles, but I haven't felt needles that intensely since the beginning of my journey. So, uh, but I mean, acupuncture is just amazing. I really can't say enough great things about it because I think it's one of my favorite therapies and I think it really pairs well with chiropractic care. I think it pairs really well with functional medicine and just holistic nutrition and lifestyle medicine. Kind of all the things that I do, I'm constantly referring to acupuncture because I really wish that I would have went to school for it as well because I could have done both chiro and acu. But I'm, I'm very glad that I did more of the nutrition path and did that. And so now I can just find great acupuncturists and refer to them. So that was acupuncture 
find an acupuncturist. If you have any questions, again, on who I see and you'd like their contact information, if you're kind of local to the Finger Lakes or Rochester area, definitely feel free to reach out to me. There's quite a few out here and the one that I go to I love. Next therapy, let's talk a little bit about colonics since that's probably another recent therapy that I've done. Oh, one last thing. I will go back. I used to see an acupuncturist in Seneca Falls who did facial acupuncture. I just want to mention this quick because this is, especially for my skin people, that was really, really cool. Um, You can ask your acupuncturist if they will do facial points. Like if I had cystic acne or a breakout, they would put it around the point. I mean, they know what to do if they're trained in that, but that was also really cool. So if you've got skin stuff going on, you can also mention if there's anything that they could do like that. Maybe they don't do it and maybe they just do the body points because that's what they know and what they do. But Seneca Falls acupuncture was great. Uh, Michelle is who I saw there and she does facial acupuncture and it's very, very cool. Anyways, now I'm going to lead into colonics or colonic hydrotherapy. So this was a therapy that I was constantly learning about and I had went to my massage therapist and I had been dealing with some constipation, just not feeling like I was complete with a bowel movement. And she's like, you, you know, we did some, we did some stuff. We moved a lot of lymph. We moved a lot and I could feel relief after my session with her, but she's like, you know, you really should see this colon hydrotherapist. She's right in Rochester. She's right on East Ave. And I was like, okay, perfect. I can definitely do that. Because I, even though my, I, my bowels were improving because I was doing a lot. I was parasite. I was doing so many things that I know was impacting it, but I was like, there's also so many people that I work with that could benefit from this. So in terms of who can benefit from a colonic one, I think everybody could go and see some type of benefit because of the fact that it's getting out just stool that could have essentially be in your digestive system for a long time. It's amazing for people who are constipated. It's amazing for people who have bloating or IBS or just dysfunction in that area. I mean, I'd say definitely constipation being the most common, I think, in terms of who she's, uh, my therapist sees. It's also really can be a great prep for colonoscopy. She says she works with a lot of colon uh, colonoscopy patients who that they use that for their prep instead of the really crappy ingredient syrups and drinks to clean you out. Sometimes you need to use a little bit of the magnesium prep alongside with what she does, but I mean, for the most part, it really can work at clearing you out. So very similar to an enema where there's a tube that's inserted. I've talked about coffee enemas multiple times before. I've talked about them on both the podcast I did with Ashley Taylor Wellness and then the podcast that I did before that with Carly um, on thyroid health. We talked about coffee enemas in both of those. So that's not going to be a therapy I'm going to address here because we've talked about it before. But similar to a coffee enema, there's just a tube lightly inserted in the rectum. It's not uncomfortable by any means. The tube is a little bit bigger than the tube that I use for my enema, but it's honestly, it was not uncomfortable. She did a pretty vast intake. We talked a lot about just my health, what I'm looking to get out of it. I had, I had a lot of questions because I wanted to bring these questions to you guys so that I could help answer all these things. So at that time when I was going, I mean, I didn't have any symptoms then. I was back to two to three bowel movements a day. I was feeling super complete. I didn't have any bloating, no issues. You know, I parasite cleanse here and there. So I was interested to see if that would make any difference, but I wasn't doing anything like that when I went to go see her. So more of the conversation was just kind of me understanding what the therapy's like. So 
you are laying on your left side. She put a castor oil pack on me, which was awesome. It was just really relaxing. We put some essential oils on. She gives, she gave me a just herbal tincture to just kind of help me relax a little bit. I wasn't stressed by any means, but I understand how for some people that could be a little intimidating or a little stressful. So she does have herbals there that she can support. And I'm sure most therapists have some type of procedure like that. Uh, but then it's a closed system. So unlike an enema where the coffee or water or whatever's in the enema can go in, it is coming out in some type of a way. Like it's coming out when you're releasing it in the bathroom and on the toilet. So the, that was the kind of the interesting part about the colonic is you're not, she's never, she's not releasing the tube until the very end because water flows in. She shuts the water off when it gets to a point where you kind of feel pressure and feel like you can release. Then she switches a, vol a valve and you don't have to do anything. It just, the water is just softening the stool. So it's pulling it all out and you're just kind of sitting there and you can watch it go through the tube or you can just continue relaxing and meditating or doing whatever you want to do. But I think it's just, it's way different than an enema. And I think it's way more comfortable because when you feel the urgency, you don't have to get up and move or do anything. You just let them know and it kind of cycles between that. So we did quite a few cycles, honestly. And even with two to three bowel movements a day, at the end, she says, you know, there's still stuff that we're seeing. So it wouldn't hurt to do it again or whatnot. So even though, so just to show how impacted people might be, I was, I have, I was, I think I had two bowel movements the morning before I even went in and we were there for an, I was there for two hours, but we were doing at least an hour of flush with water and then cleanse, flush with water, cleanse. So she assumed that there was probably about five pounds of waste that I had excreted, which is crazy because <laughs> I did not feel like there was that at all. So I mean, for the people who especially feel like there's stuff, I feel like this could be a really cool therapy for you. At the end, she did give me a probiotic. So there are really no studies that, because I asked her, does this impact the microbiome at all? You know, is it sterilizing very, like a colonic would be or anything like that? And she said, nope. Uh, there is one study that I forget exactly what she said. She, there's there's not a ton of studies on how it's negatively impacting the microbiome. If anything, there's one that shows that it, is beneficial, but she always gives a probiotic at the end just to make sure that healthy and normal flora is able to flourish, which is really cool. The water also that she used is triple filtered with various charcoal filters and carbon filters and all those different types of things. So the water that they are also putting in, it's not just tap water, it's very filtered, which is also very important. You do not want to be putting, especially in your enema or anything that, anything, you don't want to be putting unfiltered water. So that was a really cool therapy. I went back probably two months ago. No, I went in May. Was it May? Yes. Wow. That was a few months ago. So I will probably go back again because I just really enjoyed it. I loved it. And I will most certainly be back. So the next therapy that I want to talk about is Reiki or energy work, sound healing. I kind of put them all under an umbrella because I think we can categorize them as that when they're very different. I've had two various Reiki experiences. My esthetician, who I'm actually going to see is right before I record this podcast. She's great. I love her. She's phenomenal. We, She does my skin stuff, but she does have her Reiki certification. So sometimes at the end, she'll do a little bit of Reiki. And so that was the only experience I had with Reiki prior to going to the practitioner I'm going to talk about after. But my initial experience, 
at the end of my facial, she put her hands on my head and I just immediately felt like I was floating on a cloud. I felt like I was in a deep part of my sleep. I could sleep, but I was very awake. I was, I just felt like I was floating and I could see gold. I was, and she didn't even tell me what she was doing. I just saw it. So just to show it's not, it's not like she's like, I'm going to do Reiki on you now. She just put her hands on my head and that's just what I saw. And then she told me she also saw gold and that gold means it's like with my crown chakra. And it's, she said she felt like a very healing energy. And she afterwards texted me and said that she muscle tested and pendulumed and said that it was my mom. Very cool. I also saying this out loud can understand how this might be off putting to some people, or this might not resonate with some people. And if that's you, that's okay. It doesn't have to resonate with you. It resonated with me and it was very comforting for me. So I'm just sharing my personal experience, but I understand Reiki might not be for everybody. Energy work might not be for everybody. Sound healing, whatever might not be for everybody. Colon, colon, colon hydrotherapies and acupuncture also might not be for everybody. So that's okay. But that's my experience. And I wanted to use this platform to be able to share it. So then after that, amazing experience. I just felt really at peace. I went to someone local to our area who does also more energy work and Reiki and sound healing. She's great. I mean, so much inner work, like inner self and really understanding yourself. So I went and saw her and that was also, again, an amazing experience. We We were just really spending almost like the first hour just talking about myself, talking about my life, talking about characteristics or parts of myself, right? Like various parts about my personality, various parts about who make me, me, and just really understanding that, which that was very eye-opening and very cool to me. I feel like it was very helpful. She's also very intuitive and can see and feel various things. She felt, she felt my mom, um, but she did not know that my mom had passed away because she said that my, the energy that she felt felt very vibrant and felt very alive. It felt in her words, not like a deceased person. She said, it's just very much so abundantly like filling the room, which is very cool because I, I sometimes think I'm like, you know, did I do a good enough job coping? Did I like, do I, do I need to be doing more to, to, be sad or to like go through this grief because then I, I do, I do feel sad, but oddly I, I throughout this whole almost two years of her being on, I very much so oddly felt very at peace. I mean, my mom died very much so too young. This is, it's not something that t- most people would typically be at peace about, but for her to say how much her energy was radiating through me and how she could just feel it, that was so validating to me to realize how it's okay for me to feel at peace because I know that she's here. I know that she's with me, even though she's not physically here, like she's with me and I can feel it. So that was really, really cool. Um, excuse me. I get a little emotional just thinking about how that made me feel. And, and then I was, you know, really let some emotions out and she was there to help me let the emotions out because I'm not very good at that. So she was just honestly kind of a one-stop shop for just a lot of like getting things out, healing traumas. I was talking to her a lot about people that I'm working with and she could even feel like their energies and where they feel stuck. And it was just, she was almost spot on with like a lot of the things that I suspected that I feel like people are holding on to. So, um, yeah. Um, 
it was just absolutely, it was a really cool experience. After we did a lot of inner healing work, we did some Reiki, which Reiki, again, she was just kind of like feeling various parts of the body, letting them release, really working on a lot of that tension. And then we did some sound healing on my body. So she would hit a bowl and it has a sound, right? But then she brings it near various parts of my body and the bowl sound is different. So we would work to that until the sound was completely crystal and uniform throughout. And it definitely, I was feeling things. My stomach was growling. I was feeling various things in my muscles. Like I felt like I hold a lot of tension. I realized in my abdomen, like I hold just like a ball of tension there. And so after the sound healing, I just felt like very much so loose in that area and just easygoing. And like my bowel, like every, like everything after that was just so good. Like I felt so relaxed. I was able to digest and everything. So that was amazing. So then, uh, I guess the last thing I'll talk about is just my experience with chiropractic. I don't know if I've ever talked about it on the podcast here. I went to a chiropractor when I was, it was my, let me think. I got hurt in softball after my sophomore year of college. I not in softball. I was overtraining and playing and excessively overtraining. Uh, I was squatting way too heavy to be in season and I was squatting and I really hurt myself. I hurt my SI, which I did not know what that was. I just was like my low back and my hip is just killing me, which in reality, your hips in the front, your pelvis is in the back, your SI is in the back. That's what I hurt. So I went to her this summer. I was so afraid to go to one because I just, I was like, Oh my God, is it going to hurt? I just was, I was really skeptical and I went to somebody local and I had the most amazing experience. She was working, walking me through why this happened, some stretches I can do form, making sure my form was good, making sure my core was engaged, but then using holistic and natural modalities to ease my pain and essentially get me back to where I needed to be. And so after that experience, I was like, that's what I want to do. I do not want to, I knew I didn't want to go to pharmacy school. I was thinking about maybe drug research or some type of research. And after that, I was like, nope, I'm not doing any of those things. That is not my calling. This is my calling. So that was my personal experience. I mean, chiropractic, who's it good for? Um, wow. It could be pretty much good for anybody, um, headaches, low back pain, mid back pain, thoracic outlet syndrome. I've treated so many extremities. I've treated plantar fasciitis. I've treated tennis elbow. I mean, the list is really endless in terms of who it, who it could be good for. Um, I should rewind and say who the therapies that I was just talking about the healing and stuff. I was talking to my husband after that therapy and I, he was like, I was like, you should go. He's like, but you know, I don't, you know, I was like, I don't know if I need to. I'm like, just because you didn't have a parent die doesn't mean that you don't have trauma or doesn't mean that you're holding on to things or doesn't mean that you can't learn more about yourself. I thought that I was going to go and talk all about my mom and all the trauma that I had, but that was just a very minuscule part of that whole portion. And it was more my whole life and everything like that. So speaking back to kind of the Reiki energy, like anybody, we all have things that we need to work on. We all have some sort of trauma. We all have some sort of healing that needs to be done. So that therefore it could be good for everybody. Fast forward back to chiropractic, uh, in terms of symptoms and 
things that it could be good for. Like I said, so many different things. I treat a variety of athletes to athletes, to elderly people, to pregnant patients, to just people who want to move better, who people who want to be not be in pain, people who want to be able to play with their grandkids or go on a walk or just live life pain free and live optimally. That is, that is who I typically see. So uh, that is kind of my little wrap up with various forms of therapies. I'd love to hear if you learned something. I'd love to hear if you try any of these out after this episode and what your feedback is. And so if there's anything else that I can do to help answer any questions, always feel free to reach out. But I hope you enjoyed this episode.